To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. I remember the day after the big Christchurch earthquake in February 2011, listening to the battery-powered radio and hearing all the talk about the risk of water contamination. Remember that? That was because they reckoned at the time about 50% of the city's underground water and sewerage services had been damaged. Water and sewerage, damaged. Not a good combination. I can't remember if that figure about the extent of the damage changed much over time, especially once they started digging up the roads to fix things. But that was what they were talking about in the early days after the quake. And so we were boiling the drinking water, weren't we? And some of us were driving all over the place, tracking down those springs which let us get our hands on some of the purest water anywhere. The water that Christchurch people are so passionate about protecting. So one of the first things the council in Christchurch did to deal with that risk of contamination after the quake was to put chlorine in the drinking water. And it kept doing that until December 2011, when Mayor Bob Parker, now Sir Bob Parker, announced that Christchurch's water was absolutely chlorine-free. He said, quote, The beautiful purity of the city's water supplies back. Regaining the quality of our water is a major step forward in the recovery. It was early days in the recovery, wasn't it? December 2011. But that was when the chlorination of the water stopped. I say stopped and not ended, because if you fast forward to early 2018, that was when the Christchurch City Council decided to bring the chlorine back after it reviewed its underground wells and pumping stations and found that things weren't as they should be. It was ages before councillors became aware of it. Remember that? Remember all the fuss about that? But it was eventually, in March 2018, they somewhat reluctantly agreed to use chlorine again to treat the water at the 56 pumping stations in Christchurch because there was an issue with the wellheads that needed to be sorted. Uh, This, of course, came after the situation in Havelock North a couple of years earlier in 2016 when three people died and 5,500 people got crook because of a disease in the water supply there. And that very unfortunate incident has become, I'm not wanting to sound crass here, but it's become the government's poster child for its three waters reforms, hasn't it? But back to Christchurch, where we still have chlorine in the water in some parts of town, uh, despite some of our local body politicians banging on about getting rid of it. Now, all of that stuff with the chlorine started way before the COVID pandemic. And it happened at a time when I think people were far more willing to just go along with whatever they were told needed to be done to protect the community and protect our health. It's a very different environment today because I think most people are sick and tired of being told what to do. But it's the environment in which the Christchurch City Council is having to work out now how it's going to go about putting fluoride in our drinking water. So we won't just have chlorine, we'll have fluoride in our water too because the Ministry of Health says we have to. Until now, largely, councils have decided for themselves whether to fluoridate their drinking water. And Christchurch hasn't done it, hasn't thought it's needed. In fact, Christchurch is the 
largest city in the country, not to be fluorinated. But what happened last year? Late last year, the government passed legislation which takes that control out of council hands and gives the Director General of Health, Dr Ashley Bloomfield, the power to force councils to fluoridate their drinking water. And that is exactly what he's doing. And early next month, Christchurch City Councillors are going to be told what it's going to cost. The estimates are being done by council staff right now. By the way, the money for fluoridation of Christchurch's drinking water won't be coming from the government. The council's going to have to pay for it. Although I see Mayor Leanne Dalzell is pushing back on that, saying whatever it costs, the government should be paying because the government's forcing the council to do it. So we will see what happens on that front. But what I'm keen to talk about today is fluoridation itself, the fact we're being forced by the Ministry of Health and the government to do it, and how we feel about another major health directive coming from Wellington after everything we've been through over the last couple of years. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I don't have a problem with fluoridation. If you believe the experts, and I'm happy to believe them on this one, they say children living in places which don't have fluoride in the water are 20% more likely to have tooth decay. So that means kids growing up in Christchurch have 20% more chance of tooth decay than kids elsewhere in the country. So why wouldn't you do something about it? And if fluoride's the answer, I'm good with it. But when the chlorine went into the water in 2011 and again in 2018, things were different. We weren't being put into lockdowns, weren't being forced to get vaccines to keep our jobs, weren't having to show vaccine passes to get into places. They were very different times. 